Welcome to RNGG, a randomly generated game design podcast. I am Cassidy, and my pronouns are she and they. I am Crashing Waves, and my pronouns are they, them. And we're not talking about Kingdom Hearts this week. We are not. Promise. I have so much I want to talk about that is unrelated to the new game, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> uh, anyway, so we're here to talk about history MMO. We are. We are. Um, I don't have a bonus objective. I really don't. I've barely thought about this. I, I really haven't either. And I don't. How? Let's see. Oh, um, this is kind of a very specific jab at a different franchise, but I don't want this to be one of those things where it's like a historical figure, but instead they're reimagined to be a sexy anime girl. Okay. Like King Arthur, but she's a she's a blonde haired anime girl was cool the first time but then you made like a whole franchise out of those kind of like oh but it's nobunaga but it's an anime girl like no we're good we don't need to do that anymore what the fuck was i thinking there was something i watched recently that was like oh it's anime so-and-so oh it was a manga i read it was a bunch of anime versions of composers that's what it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That one was cute, though. Yeah, it, it can be done well. I'm just like, I feel like the market can be a little bit oversaturated. All right, so no anime historical figures. Yeah. This seems reasonable. All right, I'm going to start the timer 45 minutes. Let's go. All right. History. Yeah, history MMO. Okay, so like, I feel like the only thing I have thought of about this since we recorded the last episode um, was a way to cheese it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, because I th- immediately thought of like, okay, or okay, so between now and then, um, we looked at that Toontown MMO. Yes. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, what if, what if like Evo land, but for MMOs? Are you familiar with Evo Land? I am. I don't. Not off the top of my head. Evo Land is an RPG that slowly per, like, advances itself from like an eight bit RPG to like a full three D thing. Oh wait, no, I do know that. I have played it. I think I got all the way up to the part where you essentially turn into like, uh, it sort of like looks like Minish Cap E. Hmm. It's like okay. the three D, but it's still like top down. I've never actually played it. I just, um, I like the idea of it. It's, it's like really cute. Uh, it's in my Steam library, so you can play it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that in there. I know there's also a second one. I'm like, I was trying to figure out how they make a second one when that's the gimmick, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, but my idea of like something like that with MMOs is like, cause MMOs as a whole, have a lot of history in them yeah um and a Mm -hmm. lot of stuff that isn't archived or kept track of very well yeah and while you can't literally archive it like this because you know you can't just put other people's games in your game yeah um i like the idea of leading an experience that goes from like a text-based client to like something basically basic 2d sprites to like 
I don't know if there would be a branched path or not where it goes between basic 2D sprites to MapleStory or RuneScape. <laughs> it feels weird to say that RuneScape is inherently more advanced than MapleStory because that feels false. Yeah, yeah. It, it... And it's interesting because, like, it's massively multiplayer, but I also feel like some of this is also, like, like deeply... I don't know. I, I feel like like a lot of text. Like I've never done like a mud before. I also haven't. Uh, I am familiar with them at least, but like, uh, so, like, the the idea of having your starting zone of your game or like the starting experience for your game being a mud is uh, kind of wild to me. Be that basic for long i don't think Uh just because of that exact reason but i feel like the shock factor of having it be that for let's say even like five levels would be Mm -hmm. something that get people's eyes on it at the very least yeah and i also like that uh that kind of like progression of like okay so in um so i've i've been playing world of warcraft recently because the new expansion is coming out and their big thing that they're doing now is you can kind of choose your experience of where you want to level so if you have a really big soft spot for you know like wrath of the lich king era world of warcraft you can choose to level there and you can go for like a good amount of levels before you have to leave and so i kind of like you were mentioning with like kind of branching between like the maple story or the runescape experience kind of having these like splintering splintering paths of like you know if you so choose to take your character in this direction, you can, or, you know, if this experience is something that means more to you, then you can kind of like head that direction with like leveling your character. But I also kind of like the end result, like kind of no matter which path you take, you more or less end up in like something along the lines of like Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah. That's kind of like a little bit of a glossier 3D MMO. Like, you know, it's got, you know, the big like visual tells on the ground it's you know pretty pick up and play but also has like the group content i feel like i would it would be best to split that by zone instead of by level mm-hmm. well the, um, the zones are like level ranges yeah so like no matter what level you are if you go to like the starting forest area it's always going to be sort of text-based mm-hmm yeah, yeah, yeah. That's such a wild thing to just because that would be hard to keep track of your cooldowns or like your abilities in general. Well, yeah, I think you 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 would have like it would have like all the the windows, right? So you kind of have like the the main like does it even have like an ASCII display? Maybe, maybe it has at least that. Yeah, so so it's kind of got like an ASCII to display kind of in the dead center, and then beneath that is kind of the input, and then maybe like to the left is kind of zone chat, and you know maybe like world chat things that are kind of happening with the other players, and then kind of maybe on the right hand side is like your spell sheet abilities, cooldowns, what have you. Yeah, I feel like. I also feel like it should be something relatively simple mm. in that regard, just because it has to work across both 2D and 3D. Oh, so yeah. Maybe it is just a matter of you only have like two or three abilities. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling a lot more of like, um, 
But kind of how like Adventure Quest 3D does its abilities where like I think at any given point you have five buttons. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the the games that like get really like I like MMO experiences where I don't have a whole lot of buttons, but it's like being rigorous and timing those smaller like that smaller set of buttons and like optimizing it and getting better at like using those your few buttons feels good. Versus, mm-hmm. like, Final Fantasy XIV's Dragoon, which has a set rotation of, like, 28 steps, and you just follow this flow chart through and through and through and through until the boss dies. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm guessing... Oh, go ahead. I was gonna ask, do you think this is class-based? Yeah, I, was, I actually was winding up to say something very similar, and I... I don't know, because, like, like, if I'm not mistaken, RuneScape really doesn't have anything like that. It's RuneScape more, is, is not, It's though. purely skill-based. Like, Yeah, like, you can build a character, but it's not, like, a dedicated... Yeah, you're not class. a and, Like, you age. could end up with all of your stats maxed out, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I kind of... Um... I like that, I think. Especially for, like, a historical thing. Mm-hmm. Like, being able to just you know grind out to do whatever and i think i think the um the more modern take of that is something a bit a little bit more like like elder scrolls online where like yeah you have all these skill trees but at any given time you really only have like like i said like five abilities socketed on your bar Mm -hmm. so it's mostly about like yeah you can level all the skill trees you want but you you will have to choose between all of your darlings and all the things you've learned and bring only a handful of those things into combat. Yeah. Okay, I think that sort of tracks. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, I don't know anything else about MMOs. Yeah, so, so I'm, I'm thinking... I feel like if you're doing, like, a historical MMO that's going to, like range between styles it has to be something sort of high fantasy mm-hmm. yeah fantasy has the most uh it's most it's, easily it's, adapted yeah i think that's just like the through line through a lot of the major successful mmos throughout the years mm-hmm. like yeah there have been fantasy like uh chinese fantasy or like asian fantasy mmos and there have been successful sci-fi mmos out there but i feel like for the most part you know the traditional Tolkien D and D inspired, like high fantasy, is really what uh, people have gone back to time and time mm-hmm. again. And even things like Final Fantasy fourteen, which are like not definitely not like traditional Western style fantasy, like still sort of traffic in that kind of visual space sometimes. Yeah, and like I mean that also kind of goes back to the fact that like Final Fantasy one was more or less an A D and D like fan game <laughs> mm-hmm. um but yeah yeah i think this is like you know you've got you know your you got like you know your handful of gathering skills you've got your you know your weapon proficiencies uh you've got you know maybe a few different types of magic i don't think it's going to be a whole lot of you know schools but it's definitely got like yeah, maybe some elements, maybe some some healing. Maybe- I imagine it would be a lot like how um, RuneScape handles the magic, where there is like faith magic and like there's faith, and then there's like um, 
like doing magic or like as you level up your magic you unlock a new spell and like that's where the elements come in. it's like oh mm-hmm. this new spell casts a fireball as opposed to mm-hmm. the lightning bolts or wind blast i i also like how um in older mmos especially like runescape a lot of features were just like weird and hidden mm-hmm. so uh to say RuneScape, I was thinking EverQuest. I don't know if that actually came out. I don't but, think um, you said EverQuest, but now that you've said it, I understand. So, so I'm also thinking that like there's probably like some form of like hidden dark magic that you can learn. Because I, I like, I like that aspect of like older MMOs where they're just like, oh yeah, no, you could just like, like. See, this reminds me of the single-player game, ostensibly, uh, Adventure Quest, which is what Adventure Quest 3D is based on. Mm-hmm. Um, which involved, like, you know, like, if you clicked on something in the right way, you would just temporarily become a new class, which is a lot more powerful or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, like, that stuff would range wildly. Yeah. Um, or if, like, you p- paid for the subscription, you could turn into, like, a half-dragon necromancer or whatever. Mm-hmm. See now that I'm thinking, like I'm talking down this this path, I'm reminded that for some reason in EverQuest and EverQuest Two, they've broke they broke up the races into like good, evil, and neutral races, which I don't I don't like Ooh. at all. And and but the interesting thing is is um, it, like that sucks a lot, and you know I definitely don't want to replicate that. But I also think that it's interesting that I think at least in EverQuest 2, I don't know if it's in the the first one, you could uh, defect from your faction, essentially. So, like, one of my best friends always plays a Wood Elf, which is good aligned, but uh, he would do the the defect and always turn evil, essentially. Mm -hmm. And I I don't want to replicate that. I just, I think it'd be fun if there was just, like, an easter egg of just like shadow magic or something like that Mm -hmm. i definitely could see there being like i i feel like that would be like something along the lines of maybe even blue mage in final fantasy 14 where it's Mm. like technically not a class but it's a class that people play as yeah but unlike final fantasy 14 you can bring it to raids which is interesting to think about because like what do raids look like in this game? Because <laughs> now I'm thinking of like all the different styles and like maybe having like, um, essentially See, like, I just imagine them less as like okay, you move from point eight like, like doing dungeons. I have never done like a full raid. I've only ever done dungeons. Uh-huh. Um, so that's just what I've. I just assume raids are similar. Um, Nearly. But I, I like the idea of making it go just a little bit further into, like, the, the source material of, like, an AD&D or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one quest that I have played in RuneScape, which is my favorite quest I've ever done, because it was added, like, way, way after Classic, or it was added as, like, a Halloween thing, mm-hmm. um, in which you go to an island and solve a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, I just love the idea of taking, like, D&D adventures or dungeons and making those into, like, a group content. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, I think what I was building to was, um, that I think 
the high-end group content essentially cycles through all the different styles. I think that every every style of the game has kind of its own slice of endgame content. So, like, if you're the kind of person that really loved MUDs and, like, the text-based multiplayer experiences, like, that is just what you could do as, like, your raid content. If you wanted something a little bit more like Final Fantasy XIV, like, obviously... It would never compete with Final Fantasy fourteen, but it we you know the the more like modern you know um, the more modern game like has its own like raid tier. If you wanted something a little bit more like EverQuest, like it's going to be a little bit more like open ended and weird and you know like very riddle driven. But like that is something you could do, and I kind of like the idea of like each each of the styles kind of having its own like pocket of end game. Yeah, I, I like the idea of being able to do endgame content of any style. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I do think just like the like the overarching thing is like each one of these is a different take on this kind of style. Mm-hmm. It's like when your DM just decides to play a new system, but still like you know does their story in the same way. Yeah. And I think as far as, like, loot goes, just thinking of, like, max level loot, that, like, it's more or less the same pieces throughout all of the different, like, raid contents. Like, like you will never have to feel like, oh, I need to play the Maple Story raid to get the headpiece that I really want. Unless you just want it for, like, appearances or whatever. But it's never going to be, like, like, I think you should be able to do the, the style of content that you want to do to get the pieces you want to do to get. Yeah, it might be, like, a thing where, like, all of, like, those only ha- come out every now and then. Mm-hmm. But, like, when they drop, it's like, we're dropping one for all of these at the same time. Yeah. Oh, and it's... so they all have the same gear drops. It's just yeah, it's, a different it's... adventure. Mm, it's probably, like, a token system. Like, Final Fantasy XIV's um, raids now uh, operate on a token system. So, like, you'll get, you know, two uh shoe tokens and then go to the vendor and then they can give you boots of any class that you want i would almost go even further and just make it like the uh the events where you just get event token and you can go cash it in for any type of gear mm, yeah yeah no i I, that, I was just giving that as example of like how they're very like specified way they do it but i fully agree yeah it's i think it's more fun if it's like yeah just like you know just have essentially a currency, even if it isn't just like tokens in your bags, but like, you know, a, a limited, you know, currency of like, oh yeah, just, you know, take your eight tokens and, you know, go to the vendor and get your full set of gear. This update's theme is vegetables, so the token you get is golden radishes. Yeah. And you trade in ten golden radishes for an item. But the like... The, the modern MMO, like, raid boss is, like, some, like, hideous, like, radish-shaped Ochu Marlboro-looking thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, Whereas in the mud, it's just a different kind of monster, but described in text. Mm-hmm. And then the, the Maple Story one is just, it's just a radish, but it's bouncy and has anime eyes. Maybe, like, lash tentacles. Yeah, yeah, some, some thorns or something. But yeah, I think also, like, um, maybe there's, like... Okay, so here's here's a question I have for you. So this is kind uh-huh. of, in you know, inspired by the, the, the great MMOs of 
that have like come and gone either that are still here or not still here um how much like meta is there going to be about like maybe like the history of the genre or like maybe even just like outright talking about the other games and how they worked back in the day do you think there's any sort of or if if they do you know talk about the history of stuff it's more of like in a generalized sense i don't think we'd ever or maybe not like get like specific specific about um like by name Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. say like maybe each zone or not like zone zone but like each style per zone um each style has like an in-universe scholar and they're all maybe that comes into the story somewhere but like these are a type of character that will be able to give you a fact Mm-hmm. Or like you know, a bit of history, yeah. Like the uh, like Karen in Disneyland Adventures for the <laughs> Connect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just like even even if it isn't like a person talking to you, maybe you know you could find books or you know visit visit your local library, but like in game kind of a thing. yeah. It's like a scholars guild that like keeps track of the stuff, and people in universe are like, I don't know what those fools are going on about. Right. Yeah. But, what do they mean by a party finder? The revolution of a, a duty finder? What is that? <laughs> oh yeah, that's another thing is like, I feel like the only system that has, you know, a very formal like party finder queuing is the most advanced one i feel like all the other one if you want to do group content you go into world chat and you say lfg whatever you're looking for (laughs) see i was thinking like stuff that is like just um ease of use would be something that would like you know you drop in into everything just because you don't want to make the older version of the game harder to play for no real particular reason like even if it is like a uh you know that is how it was mm-hmm. it feels like something like a party finder feels like that's something you should just backport you know okay yeah yeah. now th- that that is absolutely fair too and then, like maybe that is like a unifying like uh it's like a global party finder so it's got like you know like tabs for like all the different like content types and like, yeah styles within it uh and then you know like that could be something that like one of the scholars talks about. It's like, oh yeah, so you know that access that uh, quality of life feature that you're enjoying that was accidentally actually introduced uh, in this year in a game that is similar to insert zone here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Before that, people would just stand around and shout at each other until they had enough people to go in. Mm-hmm. And they would intentionally not invite certain classes that they didn't like. What are classes, you ask? Don't ask. Don't worry about it. We don't have that in this game. <laughs> Looking at poor dragoons in Final Fantasy XI and nobody wanted to take them in for parties. Well, they could probably explain classes as like a meta thing. I'm like, well, you know how you're an adventurer and I am a scholar. Yeah. yeah. Imagine if it was even more well-defined. <laughs> So you see there's these knights with spears. <laughs> and they can only use spears. Seems like a very poor uh, practice, if you ask me. Actually, I think in 11, uh, dragoons could use other weapons. 
But the spears had all of the passive traits that buffed jumping damage, so why would you use something else? Mm-hmm. It's it's fourteen that got the the like the hyper specific dragoons forgot how to use swords <laughs> because swords are a paladin thing. What is a sword? You mean like a a weirdly balanced spear? Mm-hmm. 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 It's a short spear. Um, so let's uh, let's think of some stuff about the setting. Yeah, we, we want it to be like a, a high fantasy thing. Yeah, what's like um, what's our bad guy? Oh, um, hmm. Maybe maybe the gimmick is that all of the 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 evil forces have like sort of a sci-fi aesthetic. Okay. I was also thinking like either like either sci-fi or just magical time travelers. Mm. There's um Okay. <laughs> so in World of Warcraft. <laughs> okay. I'm there are about. there are several different colors of dragons. Uh-huh. Um and they all kind of have like a domain. Like red dragons are over like life and green dragons are over nature blue dragons handle magic uh bronze dragons handle time but there's also like an evil faction of like time dragons and uh occasionally they will try to uh go back in time to stop historical events from happening and so uh we as adventurers have to work with a bronze dragon flight to like prevent the evil time traveling dragons from like ruining everything and like let things happen as they're intended to um and so that's like anytime i think of like mmos and time travel or like anything like that that's like where my brain goes is like there's especially like one egregious dungeon where um you're essentially just running around a swamp and waiting for these portals to open and these black dragons because they're the black dragon flight is like a lot of different bad guys and it's not good warcraft does a lot of things bad it does a lot of things bad but i feel like that one's like especially not good is like oh yeah the black dragon flight they're the villains Mm -hmm. um but essentially you're just waiting for these you know time traveling evil dragons to like pop out of these gates and you just dps them down and while this is happening uh essentially the events that lead up to like what happens in like warcraft one are like happening the essentially a big evil wizard is like summoning the orcs to come and like take over azeroth because the orcs are actually from another planet you see Hmm. but yeah yeah, that's how it works in uh, Warhammer, I think. Yeah, isn't, I think Warhammer, they're like... F- f- something about funguses? I don't know. All I know is that, that because they believe red things go faster, red things go faster. I love that's that. That's the one thing I know about Warhammer. I, I love that so much. But anyway, so I definitely like, like anachronistic time-traveling bad guys... And adventures having to go to key moments in history to, like, 
allow them to happen the way they happened. I think that could be like a fun gimmick for like a handful of dungeons. I'm not gonna say that it's like all of them, but like I think I think that could be a fun angle for some of the group content. See, okay, but now you said the word time dragon, and now that's all I'm gonna be able to think about. Time dragons are fun. Maybe time dragon is a good guy. I think I think they are definitely good guy time dragons for sure. Um, I, I like the idea of um, like like these uh big bad boys from outer space. Uh, mm. they came in not to body slam the human race, but to uh siphon life energy from key points like in the world throughout its history. Mm-hmm. Um, like moments where magic is strongest at certain points or something like that yeah or just like spirits are at their brightest get very like sailor moon villain with it which is why certain zones are in like certain styles because like okay at this point in history these are you know this is what it was like Mm -hmm. um and like this zone is like this right now because this is when it was most powerful yeah, it's at its peak energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I really like that. I like that a lot. Oh, which makes me want like the the scholar thing that we brought up earlier to be like a disciples of the time dragons or something. Or or they could just be like dragon folk people themselves. Yeah, uh, and well, see, I don't want it to be like uh, tied to a specific type of being. So I like the idea that anyone who wants to be a time disciple can be a time disciple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, uh, I definitely like that. Uh, so it would be like, you know, when you go back into time and you like talk to people in town, they're going to be like, you know, they'll be talking about stuff. And if you bring up time travel, they'll be like, what, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> but like, if you talk to the, the time scholars... Or the time i want to call them the time disciples time, time disciples. disciples is fun mm-hmm. and they'll be like oh 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 okay yeah yeah we have this book here um we were granted this by the time dragons the, so like each library has quote a book of prophecy mm-hmm. sorry wait no i said i wasn't going to talk about <laughs> kingdom hearts <laughs> great now we're not safe for jake Has, I feel like that... No, it's definitely come up. Has it? Yeah, Maleficent talks about the Book of Prophecy and Recoded. Oh, okay. Okay, we're good. I, I am behind on the podcast. Thank you for keeping me gaily forward and not straight. Um, Let's see. Uh, but yeah, so... They're attacking key moments in time, and so you have been enlisted by the Time Dragons to work alongside the Disciples of Time in saving the world and magic as you know it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Bingo, bango, ha-ta-ta. Um, what are the playable types of character? Cat girls. Okay. I well, want uh, cat people in general, I will yeah, say. <laughs> say cat people. I want cactus people. Mm-hmm. I want let's see what else do I want? I want like halflings, but they're like fuzzy. 
Okay, fuzzy halflings and then like tall kobolds. Yeah. Those are the four. You can't play as a regular human. This is a world of magic. Get yeah. out of here. Yeah, I mean, and I feel like the I kind of want the cat people to be like a lot more like Khajiit Hrothgar levels of cat people uh, versus Mikote. I figured I figured they would be more human and that the the fuzzy halflings would be the the Hrothgar style. Mm. No, that could be fun too. That that could be really fun. What if you wanted big cat, but the the dungeon master said Garfield. <laughs> uh, it is a shame that Hrothgars cannot be orange. They can only be like lemon yellow. Oh, but you could be top cat. You could. Or you could just have people call you Piss Cat instead. This is true. Um, okay. Um, what else? Is there anything else we need to do here? Oh, how do we feel about PvP in this game? Because PvP is a big part of MMO history, especially as they get more modern. I feel like there would probably just be like a PvP arena type thing. Yeah. Maybe that's the World of Warcraft more inspired one. Because I feel like uh, that is the game. Like when I think of online PvP, I think of Warcraft first. So maybe that kind of gives the one that's more based off of Final Fantasy XIV and the one that's kind of like more based off of World of Warcraft their distinctions. Oh, see, I I figured... uh... When you got into like the 3D realm, because that that would just be lumped together, huh? Mm-hmm. I just I think it would be funny if we had a 3D realm where everybody just had giant shoulders. Yeah, I suppose there could be a more cartoony 3D. Yeah. Um. But that's also like not like RuneScape 3D. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, RuneScape 3D is a very specific look. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, like, this is probably, it's a lot more probably, like, early Warcraft 2, though. Not, like, the more higher-resolution models that we know and, or that I know and love. Yeah, like, I'm imagining it at, like, PS2 graphics. Yeah, best. yeah, like, launch, classic, Burning Crusade, maybe, kind of aesthetics. Mm-hmm. Just to give it, like, just to give, like, the 3D zones of, like, RuneScape to that, to something a little bit more like Final Fantasy XIV, their own, like, distinctions. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh, we need a name. Mm-hmm. What is the world called for this game? Oh, why you gotta ask me this? Because <laughs> it could help us name the game. Uh, yeah, okay. Hmm. I did just go to a dragon name generator. Um, I have the name here, Mendofira. 
spelled M-E-N-D-O-P-H-I-R-A. I really like that. I think my favorite naming convention in the for the dragons in Warcraft is the um all of the the red dragon flight their names uh end in like str- uh, something like straza so like the main big uh the main uh dragon flight lady red dragon flight lady her name is like alex straza mm-hmm. i'm familiar enough with that idea I think I've picked up on that part of Warcraft before. Mm-hmm. I think she's probably my favorite of the dragon. Oh, no, because I also really liked the former head of the green dragons, but she is dead now. I like the idea of the world. Like The reason the time dragons have time powers is because the, the entire planet was made out of a big dragon. Mm, world dragons. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's then... like, but it's also like kind of Norse mythology in that mm-hmm. you know in Norse mythology the world is just a big old skull body mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then we can have a time and a space dragon yeah. and that could just be like a like a theology kind of thing Hmm. Ah, hmm. What do you think of antiquity online? Ooh, I do like that. I do like it. It seems very on the nose, but in a way that is fun. Yeah, I'm just, I have resorted to just synonyms of history and antiquity is one of the ones that came up. And just like, it's it's just, it's so elegant and simple. Like, I love MMOs that are just like... Hold on, I can make this better. Do it, please. By all means. There we go. Oh, you don't have the the PDF. Okay. I, or not, I, the, not the PDF, but the spreadsheet. Hold on. I, I'm opening it copy. now. No, I'm just going to send you my good joke on Discord. You're fine. Okay, okay. <gasps> oh, I like that. <laughs> uh, for people at home, you'll have seen this probably in the episode title, but I did change online into two words with a hyphen in the middle, much like America Online. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just getting real retro internet with this. Mm-hmm. Might as well, right? Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, if I was thinking of retro MMOs, I would think of the one that I never played, which is Fliff. Yep. Aw. I, I have Fliff on my computer still. I think I... I think I redownloaded Fliff in preparation for our MMO episode of Hey Let's Talk. Ah, that would make sense. And I played it and it did not hold up. 
<laughs> well, I, I think I, I I tried playing a class that I didn't I didn't main last time, and I should have just played what I knew I liked, which was the yo-yo class. Mm, mm-hmm. Yo-yo class, of course. Mm-hmm. I I was like, I never got to play Mage, so let me try it. Fliff was the one that Charlie was really into, right? It's been a while since I edited that episode. I think... Uh... I think Charlie was into Dream of something. That might have been it. All, all I remember is Sir saying they see like put money in an envelope. Mm-hmm. It was Dream of Mirror Online Domo. Ah, Domo. That's right. Now mm-hmm. that now I remember. Yeah. All right. I should probably type this. <sighs> what are the name of the evil forces? Trolls. No. <laughs> oh, it's a homestuck. I see. Oh, no. I was just thinking of, like, assholes on the internet. Yeah. I mean, that's that's why the homestuck thing was also named that. Mm-hmm. And I have finished typing... Antiquity Online, an MMO that attempts to archive the styles of various popular MMOs from over the years. Styles include classic ASCII maps and text, basic 2D, Maple Story, RuneScape, Classic WoW, and FF14. Each zone is dedicated to a specific style, and the player is part of a group that is picked by the Great Dragons to work alongside the Disciples of Time, scholars throughout history who know everything that will slash has happened, to prevent the world's magic from being taken. This is done by the conglomerate, a force from far away in space and even further away in time. Beautiful. Yay. Um, so, uh, you can find the show on Twitter at RNGGCast, and you can send us emails to RNGGPodcast at gmail.com. Crash. I am on Twitter at CrashingWaves14. What about you, Cassidy? Where are you online? You can find me on Twitter at MadLobotanist, that's M-A-D-L-O-B-O-T-A-N-I-S-T. And you can find other stuff that I do at madlobotanist.neocities.org, which is the same as spelled for the Twitter handle, .neocities.org. Um, so now is when we would normally uh, roll some numbers to pick a new topic, but actually what we're going to do is do lightning we're going to do what i'm going to call a lightning round for the next episode or so uh because crash will be moving and we need to record ahead of time and Mm -hmm. i figured it would be fun to just do something different for those yeah um so we're going to come up with a prompt at the front of the next episode so we will see you there but until then good luck have fun (laughs) 